This is Innovating a Bright Future. Hello and welcome back. Here we are for another bonus. I really should figure out something else to call these, but I suppose it's too late because we've officially crossed the halfway mark with this episode. So let's get into this week's bonus episode, which is kind of a collection of ideas that we've already visited this season, and another response to some of the most frequent questions I get as the host of this show. Today, we're talking about incremental change. Now let me be clear right off the bat. Incremental change is not the ideal. It's not the end-all be-all of climate action, and when we can go beyond incremental change, we should do everything in our power to do so. Sometimes, that isn't possible, which is why this episode exists. Incremental change is exactly what it sounds like. Small changes that move towards climate progress, but doesn't leap straight from 10 tons of carbon output to net zero or even net negative in the system. Now obviously, just from hearing that, it's kinda like, can we just not? I like the idea where we go straight to carbon negative infrastructure yesterday. And I agree, but there are some scenarios where that simply isn't possible at this stage, whether because of technology limitations or other factors. And where that is simply impossible, we have to still make an effort to make some change instead of ignoring it because we can't find the perfect solution. Largely, that's what this episode is about, because perfectionism is the enemy of progress. A quote by Winston Churchill, I think? Good quote anyways, and, and that is no more true than in the case of climate action. At the stage that we are at, basically climate desperation, for lack of a better word, there's nothing more relieving than a one-and-done solution. But there is also nothing so rare. And searching for that perfect solution can take resources, especially time, that we can't afford at this point, and should be instead directed towards actual implementation of solutions that we already have. This is made even more true in the climate space when considering our episode on carbon accounting and carbon as an externality. If we truly did the carbon accounting for the climate solutions that we want to implement, even the really really good solutions like EVs, renewable energy, and localized electric power generation, there is always a carbon cost. On the most basic level, it takes materials to make things, and those materials require mining. There's a carbon cost right there. Solar panels and electric batteries both require materials that don't have a low carbon cost. So it's not perfect, as much as I and many others would like to think that it is. But just as there are many who wish all of our solutions were perfect, there are as many or more who see their imperfections as the perfect excuse to not implement them, which is exactly what we can't afford. That is the importance of incremental change. If we don't implement incremental changes, whatever they may be, then instead of making some change, we make no change. The status quo remains the status quo, and the 90% plus of emissions reduction that we may have achieved if we had created that solar farm or transitioned a vehicle fleet to electric is just gone. We've wasted more time as we search for a perfect solution. The reality is no solution is perfect, but progress is still progress, and progress is what we need going forward. We've talked about this before. Even if it's not perfect, any climate action that you take becomes part of a larger movement that, even if your action is absolutely tiny, leads to more changes and more actions by others around you. It's all part of a bigger system that feeds on progress and that is dependent on a sustained effort towards something better. 
If we want to make more and more meaningful climate action, the best thing we can do is continue contributing to solutions, even if they aren't perfect. This is why individual action is important. It shouldn't be a mystery or a surprise that when you turn your lights off or your heat down in your house, you don't become carbon neutral immediately. That's simply not how it works. Your home probably still produces quite a few greenhouse gases if you did the carbon accounting. But, now that you're making those small changes, it's on your mind, you're thinking about climate change more often, and you will naturally start talking to others about it, and looking for even more ways that you can get involved. I want to be super clear at this point. This idea, that incremental change is important, is taking into account proper carbon accounting. Which means that incremental change encompasses all of our climate solutions that we have now. I'm not saying that cities, nations, or even on the international level, it's okay to turn down our expectations and set lower goals. That isn't okay. We need to be setting more ambitious goals than ever and pushing for more transformational changes and do it now. Instead, I'm saying that as carbon accounting becomes more standard and we can better understand the climate cost of all of our actions, we will find that our solutions are not perfect. Keyword, perfect. They're still pretty darn good and our best option, and we need to implement them yesterday, meaning renewable energy, energy storage, regenerative farming, and everything else that we've talked about on this podcast. But they aren't perfect, and because they aren't perfect, there will be those that push against change because of its imperfection. And that's why we have to continue to push for these changes anyways, recognizing that, yes, fine, they aren't perfect, but we need them anyways because we can't afford to wait for a perfect solution. It doesn't have to be all or nothing when we put these actions in the ground and start doing them, because it's still way better than where we are now. Another aspect to consider when we look at the hidden costs of climate action is the ongoing climate cost, which is something else that we talked about when we discussed carbon as an externality. Like we said in that episode, yes, it might cost some carbon to produce solar panels or wind turbines, but you know what renewable energy sources don't require? An ongoing supply of fossil fuels that are mined using more fossil fuels need to be refined in energy-intensive processes, and then produce more carbon every time you want to produce any energy at all. We know we need to change, and we need to do it now, so we can't be scared of the minuscule carbon emissions that come from the production of solar panels or anything else when we compare it to the alternative. So let's do it. Let's do the best carbon accounting that we possibly can, and we will see right away that changing things, and changing things fast, is the only path to combating climate change, even if we have to emit a little bit of carbon to implement our solution. There's not a whole lot more to say for this episode other than the time is now. Actually, the time to act was a long time ago, but we missed that particular signal and now we have to do our best to catch up. We can still do it, we just have to be unrelenting in our goals. We have to push and push and push for change, and we can get there. This was a shorter episode, but I hope you enjoyed it regardless. I'm going to give you the same call to action as the last couple of episodes. Get involved in collective action. See what actions the communities around you are taking, or create your own, and start using your individual actions to create systemic change. It's an absolutely beautiful sight to see everyday people making our voices heard and demanding change at the highest levels. Aside from that, there will be links in the show notes for more info, 
as well as better ways to connect with the show through social media and our website. There is also links to support the show through our Patreon, which is also in the show notes. One of the links in the show notes is literally titled, Incrementalism is no longer a viable option, and I think it does a great job of illustrating the difference between meaningful incremental change, how we talked about it today, making the big changes but recognizing they aren't perfect, and incrementalism as politics and media often use it. Big promises of small changes from politicians and business people that they don't intend to hold up anyways. So there are two different kinds of incrementalism between the episode itself and the article. I just wanted to make that distinction clear. Anyways, I think that does it for today. Thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure as always. Stay innovative, and I'll see you next time.